So I'm going to ask if you can please open up with me to uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9. We're going to be looking at verses 9 through 12. The title of our message is End Time Deception. Do you think we're having end time deception? Isn't it crazy? I read a story about a pastor on a Sunday. He mentioned to his congregation, he said, you know, next Sunday, I'm going to be teaching on the sin of deception and lies. And he said, I want you to read ahead. So read out of Mark chapter 17, read ahead, make sure, you know, you're prepared for the message. So everyone, you know, nodded their head, said they were going to do that, right? So next Sunday comes along. And so he gets up and he asked everybody, uh, can I see a show of hands? Who read ahead? Who read Mark 17? And most of the congregation raised their hand. And he says, well, the gospel of Mark only has 16 chapters. And he says, now I want to teach you about the sin of deception and lying. (laughs) Guys, we're living in a time when there's a lot of deception going on. I never thought I would live in a day I would see so much deception going on. In the last days, specifically during the tribulation period, I believe wholeheartedly the church will not be here. Your eschatology may be different than mine, but uh, that's okay. You can be wrong. That's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I believe that God will take the church before the tribulation period. He's going to pour out his wrath on a Christ-rejected world. But listen, during that time, you will have deception that will come from Satan, from the Antichrist, from the false prophet, and even God himself will bring a strong delusion upon this earth. You don't want to be here during the time of tribulation. The deception will be unbelievable that will take place. I believe with all my heart we are seeing a foretaste. Listen, please, please pay attention to this. We are seeing and we're going to look at, we're looking at right now the day we're living in, a foretaste of deception that's going to come. It's going to get worse. But we're already experiencing deception today. Can I get an amen if you agree with that? Amen. So with that being said, can you please stand with me as we open up? First, excuse me, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9. I'm going to read. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9. I'm going to read to verse 12. Paul the Apostle writing to the church in Thessalonica. And he writes, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. And with all unrighteous, can we say that together? Deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Lord, even as we pray, we realize things are very deceptive these days. And Lord, you said in the end, you said that the wise will understand, that we will know, that we'll have wisdom regarding these things. Lord, I pray for everyone in this room. I pray for those watching us online. I pray, Lord, that we would be able to see through deception, Lord, with truth, that we would have an understanding, Lord God, of what is true and what is real. And Lord, that you would expose deception in our midst, God, 
Lord, you said in your word that there's a restrainer that's taking place. I believe that's the church and the Holy Spirit restraining the evil one. Lord, I pray that we would do a better job, that your spirit would, Lord, just move mightily. Use us, God, please. And Lord, through this message, give us understanding. Help us to understand what it is that you're trying to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can be seated. Okay, Paul the Apostle is writing this letter. He's the one that started the church in Thessalonica. He was there for a short period of time, and then he left the city. And he's writing. Uh, Pastor James pointed out a few great uh, points regarding the church in Thessalonica. Uh, it's a persecuted church. They were going through very difficult times. And he's writing this part, this section here, to explain a little bit about eschatology, end-time events, what's going to happen. And I, with that, I want to look a little closer at this verse, verse 9. And it says, in the coming, the coming of the lawless one. That's the Antichrist. Okay, so there, Paul the Apostle is telling the church that there will be the coming of the lawless one, the Antichrist. And it says, it, according to all the workings of who? Can we say that together? Satan. So this lawless one, this Antichrist that will come on the scene during the time of tribulation, he's going to be empowered by Satan with all power, signs, and can we say that together? Line wonders. It's going to be so deceptive. He's going to deceive so many people with lying wonders and with all unrighteous, again, can we say that? Deception among those who? Are we those that perish? No. So we're not going to be a part of this. It's, it's going to happen to those that perish. We're not the ones that are perishing. We who are alive and remain will be caught up together with the Lord in the air. and will forever be with the Lord. The rapture of the church. Guys, are you guys looking up? I pray that we are looking up continually. Because they did not receive the love of the truth. That they might be saved. They didn't receive the love of the truth. They didn't receive truth. And I, I believe it's, it's two things. It, they, they didn't receive the truth of the word of God. They, won't, they want nothing to do with the word of God. Do you notice that today? This world does, they don't want anything to do with the, world, the, the word of God. Amen? They don't want to hear truth. They don't believe truth. They don't believe the Bible. But also, I believe this is talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. They didn't receive the love of the truth, the love of the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Guys, if there was ever a time to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's today. And you might say, well, pastor, they reject me. Well, keep telling them. They need to hear the truth. Did you get saved right away when you heard the truth? I, it took me a while. It took me 13 years. My sister shared with me like the, the gospel and then I got excited about it, but it took me 13 years to really take hold of the gospel of Jesus Christ and, and to become born again of the Holy Spirit. I'm so grateful my sister didn't give up on me. Don't give up on your loved ones. Don't give up on your friends. God, listen, God wants to save them more than you do. And if they're not saved during the time of the tribulation, or excuse me, during the time of the rapture, they're gonna, they may fall for all this deception that's going to happen. There's going to be great deception. Verse 11, it says, and for this reason, God will send them what? Strong delusion. Now, come on, be honest with me. What do you think that delusion is going to be? Did you ever think of that? We don't know. It doesn't say, right? But, I mean, we can speculate. We can be wrong. We don't want to. We're not going to be here, so it really doesn't matter. 
but it very well could be. I mean, this is a, you know, we're just speculating. I mean, what is all this? I mean, all this, we've seen all this prophecy coming together. We see all these things that are all lining up together, right? And now we're seeing all of a sudden UFOs. They're talking about UFOs all the time. So, I mean, to me, it seems like it would be very, you know, it's pretty clever. We disappear. The news that's talking about UFOs all the time. The government's finally releasing information, and they've got all these people, and they're sincere people. I believe, you know, they, 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 they've seen something unidentified because we don't know what it is. So we're going to be gone, and it's possible. We don't know. We're speculating, but it's possible this delusion could be that. It could be something totally different. But, but believe me, there's going to be a strong delusion that the people are going to believe it. I'll tell you what. When I was in the world, before I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior, if someone, if a bunch of people disappeared like that and they told me it was UFOs, I would fall for it. I would. I would believe it. I would just say, yeah, you know what? That sounds like probably what happened. Those people that stopped progression, those people that were just so, you know, they, they, those people that were haters, they, they didn't like us or whatever they think that we are, we're going to be gone and there's going to be a strong delusion that, that they should believe the lie and that they may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Do you know, when you give your life to Christ, you should be able to see through a lot of this deception that's going on. Like, you may see a show of hands. How many people in this room, we can't, the people online, we can't see your hand, but you can raise your hand also. How many people here believe that we're living in a time of deception right now? Keep your hands up. Look around. I don't know if anybody doesn't have their hand up. We've got two hands over here. We've got four. We've got feet up here. Some people are just got there. They're like... There's, Kevin's back there. I don't know if I, are you back there, Kevin? There he is. Ex-Antifa guy. Ex-Antifa, he's now working in our media booth. <laughs> Berkeley graduate. Don't hold it against him. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to his story. He accepts Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. Yeah. And now he sees through all the lies. And now he's standing on the other side telling them, these Antifa people, you guys are wrong. This is why. And, and you guys are being deceived. What? Instantly, by the, power, by the Holy Spirit living in him, he believes the truth now. Amen. And he's not under lies anymore. Isn't that amazing? That's God. Guys, if you're a born-again, blood-bought saint of the living God, you should be able to see through a lot of this deception that's going on. That's, that's happening. So you, you raised your hand, you said you believe in the deception that's going on, and I agree. My hand, my, my, my feet are up, everything's, I, it's just crazy. At church here, I, sometimes I'll say, I, this is what I'll, I'll say occasionally, I'll say, are people taking crazy pills? <laughs> Whatever pills they're taking, I don't want them because they're acting crazy. They're believing all this crazy stuff. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's deceptive. How about this? How many seen this, this nine-year-old girl? Can I raise your hand if you've seen it already? Oh, good. Oh, yes, not even, not even a quarter of the people. Guys, I have to show this to you. This is a nine-year-old girl. She, she rebuked, basically, the school board, and she had every right to do it, and she did it better than any of us pastors could have done. Oh, well, why is it? Okay. The other day I was walking down the hallway at Lakeview Elementary School to give a teacher a retiring gift. I looked 
up onto the wall and saw a BLM poster and an Amanda Gorman poster. In case you don't know who that chick is, she's some girl who did a poem at Biden's so-called inauguration. I was so mad. I was told two weeks ago at this very meeting spot, no politics in school. I believed what you said at this meeting. So at lunch, I went up to my principal to tell him about the BLM poster and that I wanted it down. He said it's not coming down. I was like, yeah, it is, because the school board said on May 25th, no BLM or politics in school. He said, that's weird. They were the, one who, they were the ones who made them. I was stunned. When I was here two weeks ago, you told us to report any BLM in our schools. Apparently, you know they're in our schools because you made the signs. I said there should be no BLM in schools, period. It does not matter the color you make the posters and the font you use. We all understand the meaning. It is a political message about getting rid of police officers, rioting, burning buildings down while King Governor Welch just sits on his throne and watches. We all know. Changing the font or the color of posters does not change the meaning. I am nine years old and I know that. You expect me to believe that you did not know what you were doing by making these posters? Come on, people. I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I, I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I judge by the content or the way they treat me. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, black friends, and I don't care. I like them because some of them make me laugh, some are sweet and kind, sporty, or share the love of God. They are just my friends. You have lied to me, and I am very disappointed in all of you. You cannot even follow your own rules. If you're going to do that, why do we follow any rules we deemed unfit or ridiculous? I'm not following your mask rule anymore, then. Get the posters out of our schools. Courage is contagious, so be courageous. Wow. <laughs> guys, there's deception going on in our schools. Guys, uh, at this church, what we do is we go to the school boards, we go to the cities, we go and we come against all these crazy things that are coming our way. That's what we're called to do. We're to be salt and light. This young lady just, I couldn't have said it better, just awesome. How about, did you guys see this? So deception, we have deception in our schools. And, and by the way, we're praying about doing, having a school from kindergarten all the way till 12th grade because we need schools. Did you know there's Christian, listen to this, Christian schools today that they're teaching the, the critical race theory? And listen, if you call up and ask them, are you guys teaching critical race? They're going to say, oh, no, we don't. You know why? They're renaming it. It's still critical race theory that they're teaching. There's deception in school. Is there deception in our media? Okay, it is a moral freak show. MSNBC says evangelical movement is anti-intellectual, anti-science, and moral. it's a moral freak show. There's a media that is out to deceive us. I pray all of us understand that. It's this, what they're doing is very deceptive. My understanding of this, this little church that we have here is very effective politically, very effective. We're not afraid to call people out. We're not afraid to talk about issues of the day, and we use the Bible to do that. Plus, Congresswoman Michelle Steele goes to this church, and so they're trying their best to make her pastor look bad so they can bring her down, and so this is part of their little scheme. But uh, interesting, here, I gotta, I've got to show you this on top of it. 
Um, so the survey was done. American ranks dead last among 46 countries in media trust. <laughs> Nobody's trusting the media. Let me see what we got here. Oh, how about this? Do you guys see this? California has 1.8 million more registered voters than it should. <laughs> I'll let you read the article. Guys, lying and deception, it's prevalent. It's here. We need to stay in the Word of God. We need to know the Word of God. We need to understand the Word of God. We need discernment in the things that are going on. And we need to stand up for truth. Amen? Amen. Heard a story about a couple, young married couple. They were married for a short period of time. And they're just kind of getting to know one another and all. And uh, the wife... With her job, she had to travel to Europe, and he's here in the United States. And, and then so she calls up as soon as she gets to her hotel, and she says, honey, how are things going? He says, good. He, and she just brings up the cat. She goes, how's my cat? And he says, oh, I'm sorry, your cat died. And she goes, she goes couldn't you just be less honest with me? Couldn't you say, like, uh, he was acting sluggish for a while, and the next time I called you, say that he wasn't, you know, he's still not feeling good. Next time, say, you know, when I call you, maybe say that, you know, I'm planning on taking him to the vet, and then maybe when I get home, then break the news to me. And he's like, honey, I didn't know protocol. You're absolutely right. That was really silly of me, and, I, you know, I'll never do that. And she goes, okay, I, I forgive you. And, I'll, and then he, she says, well, how's my mom? And he goes... She's been a little sluggish lately. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just... As Christians, we need to stay in the truth. Little white lies, that's not what we're to be about. We're to stay in truth. We're to understand truth. I want to point out in 1 Peter 2.13... Because I think too many people misunderstand this, and I pray you don't misunderstand this. I want to break this down if you've never seen this before. It says, therefore, the Apostle Peter writing, therefore submit yourself to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to the governors. Ooh, does that mean newsome? (laughs) Check this out, though. If you would stop there, that would be scary. If he, if, he didn't leave, if he didn't write anything else to go with this, you would look at that and say, oh no, we're to submit to every ordinance, everything that they tell us to the, the king is, is, is supreme and to the governors, whatever they say. But listen to what it says. As to those who are sent by him, okay, those that are make, mandating these things, but what are they supposed to mandate? What are they supposed to, what is their duty to punish evildoers? And for the praise of those who do good. We're living in a day where they're not punishing evildoers. They're punishing those that are doing good. It's just the opposite. They're they're called. This is what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to punish evildoers. But they're not punishing evildoers today. They're not praising people that are good. They're not praising people that are doing good things for their community. Actually, they're speaking evil of people that are doing good things for their community. So we're not going to follow that because they're not doing what they're called to do. Are you guys following me with that? This is what they're called to do. This is what the government should be called to do. Punish evildoers. Those the bad guys, lock them up. Murders, rapers, rapists, all that. Just, you know, they, you, 
do your crime. This is what they're called to do. And then those, the churches that are doing good in their community, they're, they're helping out, they're, they're helping us. Then they're to be, they're to, the government's supposed to be there to praise us, but instead, what are they doing? They're doing the opposite. So we don't follow that. Did Daniel follow the government? Daniel chapter 6. Remember that? Remember what happened? Daniel, it was the, the, the mandate, if you will, went out that, that only the king could be petitioned. Only the king could be the one that you would go to, right? And then Daniel knew the decree. Daniel was a government worker. And you know the story, Daniel chapter 6, what did he do? He opened up his window, he knelt down, he prayed, and he knew that he was breaking that law, but that law broke God's law. Guys, we need to stand up for what's right. Things are being turned around. Things are being flipped around. Things are being very deceptive these days, and we need to stand up for truth. Amen? Amen. It was interesting. My, we have a texting system here at this church to keep people updated. So when our bulletin comes out and, and all, we, you, know, you can get on our texting system. We'll, we'll text you our bulletin here. Different special events come up. We'll, we'll give you updates on our special events and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, somebody, somehow, they, they broke into our system. Somehow they got some contacts and then they sent, listen to this, they sent texts from they sent text from, had my name on it, telling people, oh, this is Pastor Joe. Can you do me a favor? Can you run an errand for me and all this? And so they, and supposedly what happened, they had a, our phone number, one number off, so it was very deceptive. And then so people were calling up, is Pastor Joe okay? He's, he's called, he wants me to run an errand for him. And that was like, no, it's not Pastor Joe. It's deception. We're living in a day that's very deceptive, guys. What are we told? Whoops. Well, with that, then I'll, I'll go to the scripture that goes with this. Did you guys see this? Calgary pastor? Not Calvary pastor, but Calgary pastor arrested again for breaking health orders. You see this? He was arrested for the second time. The first time he was arrested, so he went underground. He was hiding. And the story that I read, there was a helicopter that went by, and they saw where, his, his, where he was having a meeting. So they went and took him out, and they arrested him for having a... That means the government is doing it. This is in Canada, Alberta, Canada. Guess what? It might be coming here, guys. How about this? Do you see this? Anti-American disgrace. Colorado mayor bans reciting the U.S. pledge at the meeting, but it says the attendees said it anyways. They're like, we're gonna do it. <laughs> Colorado mayor received instant pushback after announcing a ban on the Pledge of Allegiance at a trustees party or a meeting last week. Good for them. This is interesting. So uh, Tucker Carlson is saying, embrace yourself for the next lockdown. He says, they're being told the next lockdown is gonna be climate control lockdown. Everybody's going to be locked down because the climate is changing. We're in the book of Revelation, and it's going to get really hot here, but it's not going to be <laughs> nothing to do with climate control. It's going to be God. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, put these out here. Okay, so vaccine or jail in the Philippines? And then this one. How many people saw this? IRS rejects Christian nonprofit tax exempt request because, listen to this, 
Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party. This is real. They, they denied this uh, organization uh, of 501c3 because they, were affiliate, they felt they were too affiliated with the Republican Party. Well, maybe because the Republican Party stands up for more biblical things than the Democratic Party does in the day that we're living in. Amen? Oh, this is, I showed this Sunday. Please, show, show of hands if you've seen this already. Did you see? The, okay, not many. This is real. California offers $100 million to rescue its struggling legal marijuana industry. Sacramento, the California legislator on Monday approved a $1 million plan to bolster California's legal marijuana industry, which continues to struggle. I didn't know they were struggling. <laughs> the government's called to take out evildoers and to praise those that do good. They're not doing a very good job, are they? Isaiah 5.20, you guys know this very well. Isaiah 5.20, whoa, that's a warning. A warning of punishment to those who call evil good and good what? Who put darkness for and light for. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Guys, we're living in that day today. Woe to them. Another great verse that goes with this. Isaiah 10, verse 1. Isaiah 10, 1, woe, again, warning, punishment to those who decree unrighteous decrees. Do we see that? Didn't we just look at that? Who write misfortune, which they have prescribed. Guys, I'll tell you what, I'm getting excited because I believe the rapture of the church could be at any time. I'm looking up. I, I, that's it. I'm doing my best... We're doing our best to occupy, do what the Lord's called us to do, uh, be the salt and light. But as this is happening inside, listen, I hope this is happening with you. Inside, I'm rejoicing. Because I'm like, Lord, I think you might have missed it. You got another chair. Let's do it any time now. I mean, <laughs> he's coming, guys. I believe he's coming. Okay, back in our text real quick. So in, back in our original text, 2 Thessalonians 2.9, we see the lawless one, which we, we looked at. That's the Antichrist. We see Satan being the deceiver there, and we see God. Remember? There's God. God will bring the strong delusion. What about the false prophet? We don't see him in this, this text. Is the false prophet going to bring deception, guys? Oh, yeah. Do you know his will be one of the most deceptive, especially, specifically against the Jewish people? Do you know that? This false prophet is going to come against, directly against the Jewish people. And I want to show you why. Okay, so it says, listen to this. Revelation 13, 13, it says, He, this is the false prophet now, performs great signs so that he makes, can we say that together please? Fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he's granted to do in the sight of the beast. Look at so he calls fire down from heaven. Bible believers, does that make you think of anybody? Elijah. Elijah called fire down from heaven. Remember the story? 
you know how deceptive that's going to be to the, the Jewish people that are here, those that know Scripture? They're, they're, they're looking for, it says in Malachi 4, 5, they're looking for Elijah before the great day of the Lord, before the Messiah comes. They're looking for, they're, they're looking for Elijah, the prophet, to come. And so now this false prophet's going to come on the scene, and he's going to call fire down from heaven. They're going to be like, wait, 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 wait. That could be Elijah. You know this story, don't you? Remember in 1 Kings 18, remember Elijah says, how long are you going to falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. If his Baal is God, follow him. Remember he, he told them, he had a challenge. He says, you guys, you got 450 false prophets of Baal. You guys take, your, take some wood, take an offering, a bowl, cut them up, put them on the wood. Don't put any fire down there. I'll do the same thing over here. You guys call on your God and the God, listen, don't miss this, the God that answers by fire You'll be the true and living God. And they said, amen. And remember the prophets of Baal, what they were doing? They were yelling and screaming and they're calling out to their false god and would it, no answer. Remember Elijah, he was mocking them. Remember that? <laughs> Maybe he's sleeping. Scream a little louder. And they, they listened to him. They started screaming louder. They started cutting themselves. Remember that? They're bleeding all over the place. And it says that Baal never showed up. Why? Because he's not a real God. Remember what Elijah did? He said, uh, bring, you know, fix the altar. Take 12 stones to represent all the 12 tribes of Israel. I want you to put the offering there, put the wood there. I want you to pour water on it. Dig a trench all around it. He said, no, not enough. Pour more water on it. No, 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 no. Pour more water on it until it was saturated with water. You know, fire doesn't go good with, with water. And he called on the Lord. And the Lord consumed the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the dust, and licked up the water, took out all the water. And the people said, the Lord, he is God. Do you know how deceptive it's going to be when this false prophet calls fire down from heaven? And they're looking, the Jewish people are looking for the Messiah to come and they're looking for Elijah to come before that. They're going to think, wait a second, that's the same guy. Deception's going to get terrible. It's going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Paying attention. It might have just like way over time, right? There's no time left, so let's uh, wind this one down. <laughs> wow. Believers in Jesus Christ, I pray we don't fall for any deception. I pray the Lord gives us keen discernment, wonderful discernment. When the whole coronavirus thing hit, I, I knew something was weird without hearing anything, just by the, by the Holy Spirit. I'm like, something's just weird about this. Something's not right about this. But listen, as we close, with encouragement, I'll pass a few of these things up. Oh, DeSantis, did you see this? Oh, he's, he, DeSantis says, he will put on the full armor of God to fight leftism. <laughs> What a governor. And he says, our rights come from God. Amen. Amen. 
Okay, let's close down with these two verses real quick. So, in the last days, which I believe we're living in the last days, I want to be like the sons of Issachar, which says these had understanding of the times. I pray that for all of us, that we have understanding of the times that we're in to know what we ought to do. What has God called you to do in these last days? I know what I'm called to do. I'm so grateful that God has called me to do what I'm doing today. My question to every one of you, those that are watching online, what has God called you to do? Know the times that you're living in. Understand the times. That's what these conferences are all about. Understand the times. And last verse right here. Remember Daniel didn't understand what was going on. He didn't understand the, the, the visions and the dreams. And said so he was told, in the last days, we'll understand. Many shall be purified, made white, and tried. I believe this. Listen, please. I believe that's what's happening to the church today, right now. They're being purified, they're being turned white, and they're being tried. And they're being exposed for who they really are. But the wicked shall do wickedly. And listen, right here. None of the wicked shall, can we say it together? This sums up everything that's going on today, I believe, right here. They don't understand. They can't understand why they don't have the Holy Spirit. They're not going to understand. The wicked shall not understand, but the wise shall do what? Shall understand. Guys, I pray with this great deception that's happening, I pray you understand. I pray that God gives you wisdom, and I pray you understand the time that we're living in. It's time now to wake up out of our sleep spiritually. Wake up. God has called you. What has he called you to do? Be about your father's business. Amen? Amen. 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 Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the work of your spirit, God. Lord, we ask that we would be wise in these last days. I pray, Lord God, we would have understanding. Lord, I pray that you would, Lord, raise us up in these last days, Lord, to do and to be about all that you would have us to be about, Lord. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ here, those that are watching online. Lord, may you continue to pour out your spirit on us, God. May you continue to fill us with your love. Fill us with peace, fill us with joy. And Lord, give us keen discernment in the times that we live in. Lord, we pray for our family members that do not know you. Set them free, God. We pray for our friends that do not know you. Set them free, Lord. Lord, we pray for neighbors in our communities, Lord God. We call out to you, God. We ask that people would be set free from lies. And Lord, we pray the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ would ring forth, Lord. And may you use each and every one of us, God. Lord, use us. Lord, I pray for any in this room. Lord, if they're asleep spiritually, wake them up, God. I pray, Lord God, that you would use them, that they would know their call. According to your word, it says, make your call and your election sure. May it be sure. May they know it and may they walk in it, Lord. And may they enjoy the calling that you've placed upon their lives, Lord. Raise them up each and every day, Lord God. Pour out your spirit upon your church, God. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people said, Amen. amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.